Hello and welcome to the Simplified Organization Show, 15-minute conversations with real moms about managing life well and cheerfully because our work at home is the primary way that we serve God and fulfill our place in Christ's kingdom. We can be overwhelmed and replace perfectionism with baby steps so that we end each day with a smile and a realistic plan for tomorrow. I'm your host, Misty Winkler, author of the book, The Convivial Homeschool, and also the book, How to Use a Planner Without Wasting Time. I run a membership called Simply Convivial Continuing Education, chock full of resources for homemakers. And today I'm chatting with my community manager, Stephanie Mons. Stephanie classically homeschools her three kids and they live in Texas. Stephanie makes the community happen and run smoothly inside Simply Convivial and is active every day in our private chat app. She is a source of insight and wisdom, as you know if you've been in there. So today, Stephanie and I are going to chat about rest as moms at home, how to fit it in, and why we need to not feel guilty about getting needed rest. So thank you for joining me again today, Stephanie. Hello. So you and I both like to get things done, but sometimes that can be that productivity mode can be a hard mode to just turn off, to stop feeling the to-do list nagging or the just, I don't know, type A, whatever going on. So what has been your struggle with taking breaks or stopping the productivity mode? How has that played out in your life? Yeah, it's just hard to stop when you know (laughs) that there's more to do. And that if I sit down and rest, then I'm not doing anything for X amount of minutes. And I could be getting things done in that X amount of minutes. So I'm not going to sit down. So there's more to do. There's always something to do. So it is a, a struggle. It's like, there's that list. Or there, I see things in the house like, oh, I could go clean up that corner over there or wipe that there or dust that. There's always something to be done in a home. Even if it's not written on the list, there are things I could invent to do to fill up all the hours that then, oh, now everything is better. And then I've turned into somebody super frazzled because I spent 24 hours a day doing things instead of resting. Yeah. So what kind of breaks have you built in to combat that? So I started several years ago with, I'm like, I need some sort of a break in the middle of the day. And it took me a while to figure it out because at first I thought the break should still be productive. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to put it on my to-do list so I can check it off. (laughs) Right. At first I thought I should stop in the middle of the day and you know what I could do for 10 minutes? I could read my Bible for 10 minutes. That'd be a really good thing to do. It's restful. It is restorative and it's, Spirit building would be a great thing to do in the middle of the day. So I called it my midday Bible retreat that I tried to do. Had a, had a good name, right? Sounds great. Midday Bible retreat. Okay. 
Now, I didn't end up working out because <laughs> I just thought to myself, I don't want to go into my room and read. I would rather do something else. There are other things on the to-do list, and that's just something else to do. Mm -hmm. I'll do it later. And then I thought, okay, maybe I should just read any book for 10 minutes. Any book, it's fine. Still made excuses not to do it. Okay, okay, that's not working. But I recognized that I needed rest. I needed to get away from the noise of the children, from the busy of the day, and do something so that I would not end the day frazzled anymore. Because that's what was happening. I was just going and going. And I, like, it just couldn't, I just couldn't do it anymore. I don't know. Maybe it was an age thing, or maybe I finally wised up and recognized I had a bad attitude in the evening. But finally, I said, you know what? I'm going to rest. I'm just going to literally lay flat on my bed, and I'm going to do nothing. I turn off lights, and I lay there, and I do nothing. I don't fall asleep because I can't nap to save my life unless I'm, like, horribly sick. So I lay there for 10 minutes in the semi-darkness of my room, and the kids are out there doing their thing. And that's it. I'm like, how can I say no to nothing? So that's what <laughs> finally started working is I would say to myself, oh, like I did with the Bible retreat or just the reading, oh, I don't know that I want to go do that. I'm like, do what? <laughs> You're laying down. How can you say no to nothing? All you have to do is set the timer for 10 minutes and you just lay there. You don't do anything. So that's what I do now. I just take my 10 minute rest in the middle of the day. And yeah, it's like a reset, recharge. I get some quiet space for my brain. So that was the first thing that I ever did that I has been like iterated over time. And I have other times for rest. There's great talk about rest in the restful routines course. So I have a point where I stop pretty much and that's seven o'clock. It's okay. I'm like trying to put the house to bed before then, like I'm dimming, turning off lights and making sure the kitchen's cleaned up and stuff. And then it's like the seven o'clock alarm goes off. It's okay. I'm going to go back to my room. And I'm going to watch something with my husband. So I'm going to rest with him. That's, that's another rest. And then I have, so after we do that, then we have prayer with everybody and we're putting people to bed and then there's no more screens. Then I'm reading book books. That's it. We're done. And I'm reading book books while I sit in my bed and relax. And I fall asleep so much better than if I've been up watching some TV show, whether it's a combination list, we have a blue light filter. So it's not the light on the screens. It's just, Oh, this exciting TV show or fun movie. That's yeah, I'm all pepped up. It's like, no, I just need to read a book and calm down. <laughs> <laughs> so those are my main times for rest right now. That's helpful to hear about how you iterated it as well. Like just you have an idea, you try it out. And if it's, it's okay to say, okay, this isn't working. That means, well, so why might it not be working? Try something else, make an adjustment and see what does, especially since you had the, you would know that it worked, not just that you did it, but that you would be less frazzled in the evening. There was an end goal. This is supposed to be a solution for just feeling totally burnt out at the end of the day. And when I would read my Bible or read a book, it still worked. The iterating was, I just wouldn't do it. 
So I know this will work, but I need to find something that I can make the atomic habits, find something so small you can't say no to. Yeah. Can I say no to doing nothing? I guess not. That's pretty easy. Like and I mean, using a timer where it's 10 minutes. So it's not like a whole half hour or a whole anything. It's like, it's just 10 minutes. Even if I want to get something else done, this isn't that big of a, this shouldn't be that big of a deal. Right. And now I've been doing it for so long that my kids know what's going on. And so I'll try to tell them like, okay, I'm going to go rest right now. And they're like, okay. And then they try to be quiet out there. Or maybe I told some of them, cause some of them weren't in the room and some of them were, and it's okay, I'm going to go rest now. And then the one that was not there comes in and starts making notes. Shh, mom's resting. Shh, don't go in there. Mom's resting. If they, if one tries to come to my door. So they've now, oh, they know what to do. And it is only 10 minutes. It's not like I've left. Although let's be honest at this point, they're, they're basically all teenagers. So they're like, we can handle ourselves. So, mostly. <laughs> they think they can anyway. They're pretty. <laughs> Sometimes they're taking care of themselves means they're watching more screens instead of doing their work or something like that. So what would you say to the mom who feels guilty for taking that midday break? I would say that you will actually, first of all, so for somebody like me, you'll actually be more productive if you take that rest. So there, there's that, okay? For us super productive people. So the other thing would be um, you can't feel guilty for taking rest because this is what you need. It's not you being lazy. It's not it's going to lay around on the couch and suddenly it turns into two hours of you scrolling Instagram, which, okay, that wasn't restful because the kids were still screaming, running around you and you were scrolling Instagram or Facebook instead of actually doing something restful. Not that social media can't be fun, but it's generally not restful. <laughs> it's a matter of prioritizing what you need to do and then not feeling guilty for recognizing that we are human beings with physical bodies and that these physical bodies are not energizer bunnies. <laughs> and so that means sometimes we have to stop. And especially as we get older or we have kids, we used to be able to fuel our days with coffee and pizza when we were younger or whatever. It's like in college or whatever. It's, oh, you could, I didn't feel myself with pizza and coffee. It was marshmallow mateys and pancakes, but you know what? It didn't take a lot for me to just keep going. It's, that's not how it works after you have kids anymore. And suddenly you just have to recognize, you know what? I do have to take a break and I will be a better person for taking the break for stopping. I'll get more done later. So like another thing that I had to do, so it's rest, but I finally said to my husband, I can't keep waking up at six o'clock in the morning. I just can't. My hormones have gone crazy. And I can't wake up at six o'clock anymore. And I felt really bad because that meant that I wouldn't see him before he left for work, which we've been having morning prayer together for years now before he left for work. I'm like, but I don't know what to do. I feel terribly about this, but I really need more sleep and I don't know what to do. He said, you know what? It's fine. I'll do my own prayer thing at work and you guys can just pray when you get up later. And so now I'm getting up after he leaves. And in fact, at first he tried to say goodbye to me and he's, then he's texting me later. And he's like, every time I say goodbye to you, it seems to mess up your sleep. I'm going to stop. I'm just going to text you hello later when I know you're up. And I'm like, okay. And so he's been doing that. But the thing is, I was so worried. I'm like, I'm not getting up at six o'clock in the morning. Now I get up at 7.15. I know it's super late, right? 
It's seven fifteen. Okay. <laughs> uh, lose. You lose like an hour of productivity. It's like the best time to get schoolwork done in the morning, and that's going to be gone. But I actually have become a better, more productive person now that I'm not grumpy and cranky and tired because, like I said, I can't nap. Like I've never been able to nap. So I need more sleep in the morning. Like I can't go to sleep before nine at night. I've already have a nine o'clock bedtime. So I can't make that any earlier. So I can't be like a baby going to bed at seven or eight o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> Things to do most nights. So now it's okay. I have my hours to sleep from nine to seven. And then it can take care of me when I'm like up in the middle of the night. I said, hormones are just so great. <laughs> So it allows for me to get more rest in that longer period of time. And then I'm getting more done because I feel better. I feel more refreshed. My brain is working better rather than feeling constantly tired and stressed and frazzled. Oh, I can actually make decisions now. I can actually do my work more productively and efficiently in the first place. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a good thing to remember. Like we, we do need sleep as human beings and that it makes a difference. All hours aren't created equally and cutting back on sleep does not mean getting more done. Especially over the long term. It might work one, one night here or there, like, oh, I'm just going to stay up and finish this. Okay. Okay. But we try to do that over and over again and it's going to become a problem. And that's it for this episode of the Simplified Organization Podcast. Inside Convivial Circle, we're right in the thick of delving into the importance of rest and how to weave it into our lives while remaining fruitful and active. Rest and busyness are not enemies. There is space for both in our lives and both are important. If you are wrestling with how to rest well in the midst of an active, busy mom life, then you are not alone and you will enjoy the company of the other ladies inside Convivial Circle. You can find out more about our community by clicking the link below or going to simplyconvivial.com and clicking the green enroll button. Inside Convivial Circle, we are always learning how to repent, rejoice, repeat more and more. We'd love to have you join us.